Give me a house. Can I, get, can I give me somebody, please? Okay, where are your steps? I got hit right here. I got hit in my face. Okay. I got hit in my ass. What happened to you? I don't know. Somebody just came to the car and just shot. Can you can, can you give me some help, please? I don't know. Somebody just came to the car and I got hit. Please, I, I feel it right here in my, my right hand. Jasmine line one. Did someone hit you? Yeah, somebody I got shot. Hello, hello, hello. Good night and welcome once again to EOB Montauk. Tonight's guest is none other than Mr. Trump. Oh no, calm down people. It's not Donald Trump. No. It's Trump Turner. Trump Turner. See? AKA Vibe Brown. There you go. So the original, you know, not yes. the, the real, the real Trump over here. So welcome to EOB Salon Talk. Let's do our EOB welcome. Cheers. Mm. That's good. Yes, it is. That was good. How are you though? How you doing? Um, blessed. Well, blessed is a good word. I decided to do this interview because you've been the topic of conversation in my salon for a minute, actually. Mm -hmm. But before, ladies? Yes, ladies. Good, ladies. One, good looking ones? Yes. Ooh, he like to talk about the ladies. We're going to get into that too. Yes. So tell tell my audience who Trump is. Well, Trump his Trump is um that was like a phase of my life where, you know, I was into, you know, the money, the cars, the clothes. I was into the street thing, okay. you know what I mean? And that was like a phase of my life where, you know, that I had got I had going on and that was the Trump phase of just, you know, just running the streets and, you know, just doing what, you know what I mean? Some people feel like it's cool and you know, it has its ups and downs. Mm. So what made you so tell my audience what you do, actually. Let let now Yes. Now, mm -hmm. I'm a, what you're doing now? Now I'm an entertainer. I'm a, um, you know, I'm an entertainer. I do music. Uh, I produce. I I manage producers. I have my own company. Wow. And uh, you know, I just transitioned my life from the streets to you know something more positive. So, what made you actually wanted to trans to do that transition? Because you could have taken any other way. Yeah. I mean, you're from the Bronx, Mount Vernon. Where I'm from Mount Vernon. You're from um, Mount Vernon. I'm from Mount Vernon. I lived in the Bronx for a few years, and I lived in Harlem for a few years. So I call myself like a, a uptown person, you know what I mean? Right. But, but I'm Mount Vernon, all the way. Money earning Mount Vernon. Yeah, I'm all the way money earning Mount Vernon. But, you know, I have a little bit of the Bronx and Harlem in me, and I love... Okay. I love the Bronx. I love the I love Harlem, and I feel like it's connected in some way. Like, I think we're all pretty much connected in some way or another. Even Yonkers, I think we're yeah, all this is 100%. a little crew that yeah. we're all connected. But you know, most most times you see young men. For me, I've seen a lot of young men that have decided. You know what? I like the streets. I'm going to stay there. You got the opportunity, and now you're doing big things. Yes. Yeah. I mean. To be honest, um, I wasn't raised as a street person. Like, you of know, course, I mean? they, they never do. Yeah, so I always had in the back of my mind that this is not how my mother raised me. And okay. I come from a background of, 
you know, Haitian descent that, you know what I mean? I know that this is not approved. The best part is, I'm telling you, you haven't been to a party till you've gone to an Asian. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, we know how to party. Yeah, they know. You, I'm Jamaican, and you think Jamaican know how to party? You got to go to an Asian party. I'm yes. telling you, food, drinks, food, 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 party, food. they dance all night long, mm -hmm. literally. Mm -hmm. But fast forward a little bit. I've seen you and I was sitting here and I'm hearing conversation about you, right? So wait, so do you have kids? First of all, let's let's start there. I have one kid at this current moment. Okay, you have a child. Um, okay, yes, his okay. name is Alexander. Ah. Um, Alexander Prince Renee. That's my, uh, my first child. He's about a month, like a month and a half old at this current moment. Well, congratulations, sir. Thank you very much. Daddy. Yes. Daddy, I'm sure you'll be a great dad. Actually. Oh. I'm sure you'll he's be a prince. You, you're, yeah. <laughs> he's actually going to have him wrapped around the little finger. I yes, tell. yes. But um, so wife, married, what's going on? You know, the girls want to know. Um, I'm currently uh, I'm currently single. He's currently single. <clears throat> he's currently single. Baby mama drama. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm in and I'm out. You know what I mean? Oh, so man. So baby mama is like, oh, it's too much right now. So you know what I mean? So I'm I'm single. So maybe she was going through a stress of the stress of pregnancy because that sometimes happened with ladies. And, and I, you know what, I'm learning about that at this current moment. Maybe she so has postpartum. I've been hearing about that. Know. So you know, be patient with it. You know, speak to her, yeah. see wherever you could help because co-parenting and, and healthy co-parenting is actually really good and you know it's positive for the kids. You grew up with both parents, right? Yes. To I was about seven years old. My right. father. My father rested, so he was a, uh, you know, that's the way I learned how to party and learn how to Ooh, the dance daddy. moves and smooth with the ladies. And that's where I learned that from. So, you know what I mean? So my father, but let me tell you this though, growing up, I never understood my father. I felt like, oh, he's not here. And, you know, like, mm. why? But as I grow up and I'm with my mother and I, you know, my mother's annoying. So, and yeah. And I could say that because women can get annoying. Excuse me. So I put myself in my father's shoes and I said, okay. would I be around this? And I'm like, hell to the fucking no. I, no, I'm off this. So I understand why my father wasn't there because. So you forgave him. Yeah. But he was I, still I, there I, for you. I, yes, he was. I knew <laughs> that that phone call would come and be like, yo, he's acting up. And I'll have oh. to throw all my clothes on and be ready to get whooped. I was here make sure you have all your clothes together. Double pants, <laughs> double shirt. See, we're at we're Island Girl. We know how it is. Double pants. So you, you feel it less, huh? But it's good as a dad. It's good that you had that relationship with your dad, even though he wasn't in the house. Because people think because the father and mother is not together, you can't parent. That, to me, is not necessarily the truth. Mm -hmm. You could co-parent whether the dad is living in the house or the mom is living in the house. So I appreciate that, and I'm, I am very happy to hear you say that. Mm -hmm. um, so fast forward now, you're doing your music. How yes. does your parents feel about you doing music? Um, originally, my father loves it, you know, before he died. And um, my mother, she's more into the... Uh, my mother's really more into, like, you know... You have to be a lawyer. You have to be a doctor. You have to be a teacher. You, she, she was into that. So now she sees after all this time that 
That's not what you wanted to do. He's not into that. But it took a minute. So now she's learning to accept. Like, y'all really, like, think he's... For real? So people have to, like, you know, tell her, like, yo, no. Like, you know, she's starting, like, oh, okay. She's starting to move into it. But it took a... It's a process. Well, I must tell you, I did listen to one of your songs. I think we have it playing in the background. And you're pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I I, I didn't think... Excuse me for the younger folks. I didn't think you were that good. You're you're pretty good. Um, and the wording, the lyrics, yes. it's pretty good. I like that. Only curse one time in that record. Okay, yes, please. But no I mean, I was always, I was always musically inclined because my father was into music. He was okay. into compa and the Haitian music, and you know, growing up when you and that's why I'm doing my kids. Growing up, I le- I I was grew up in a household where I always heard music. So I was always dancing and following my father and stuff like that. How do you balance though? Um, so now you're in the in the states, right? Are you living in the states from Asia and your family's from Haiti? How do you balance and to keep that culture? It's in my household. I never lost it. It was it's always there. My aunt, my cousins, we speak fluently Creole and Oh, you gotta teach me. Yeah, we speak it fluently and then also now, even with, you know, I live in L.A. now, and even when I'm in New York, so when I bump into Haitian people, we, we fluently so speak. Say it again. So, what's that? Patois is, Patois, I don't call it Patois, I just call it Creole. Creole, it's Creole. It's, it's, it's a mixture. It's, it's kind of a mixture. But um, I'm glad that you chose a, a path that was pretty much your passion. Mm-hmm. But you are actually turning it into a positive. I mean, despite the conversation in the salon the other day, because let me just. What say was the that. conversation in the salon? So, I saw you Sunday, right? A Sunday night, I think. I forgot what day that was. That was when that the situation. Yes, I saw you and gave you a hug. How you doing? So then, this, the one of the stylists was talking about. Oh my God, this guy was on Instagram because he got shot. And I'm like, what? <laughs> So then he, she started playing it, and I'm like, oh, no, that's that's fake. He's pranking you all. He's just funny. He's just doing that. He's had, He probably have a project coming out. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm bringing this up because this is how we are. He, this is open. We're family. Yeah, more more. You are actually riding in a car with someone else, mm-hmm. and someone shot after someone else, and unfortunately, you are actually in the car. What actually really happened? Let me not... Um, I mean, I was actually on Christmas night. Actually, I came, I was working. So my my newborn is in L.A. and I actually was getting paid in New York. So I came to New York to just get my money and also, you know, spend some time with my family. And then I did something at the steam house also with Paris. Right. That was a good success. So, you know, it was just something that, you know... Christmas, yeah. At the end of the day, Christmas, we're working, you know. So, I, you know, I had I had hosted a a party in Queens, and then um, you know, after the party, the party was successful. I was leaving, and um, you know, unfortunately, you know, a friend of mine that I grew up with, you know, had you know issues with people, and I, you know, I didn't, I won't say I didn't know, but you know, I know that what type of life he lived, and you know, I'm gonna call with him, so you know. It just so happened that, you know, the car rolls up and, you know, starts shooting at the car, our car, 
and you know it was 22 shots and um I got shot five times and my friends I shot nine times and you know we're here to talk about it can I just tell you I'm so happy to see you so I saw you like a couple of days after I didn't know what to say how to say it. I'm like I'm just so happy to see you because you know I'm a wuss I'll be crying and a mess mm. and I'm not crying on this podcast today it's 2020 I'm not crying, crying. So I was very happy to see you. Mm -hmm. But can I tell you what inspired me though? Mm. I saw you and we start talking, like rapping about it. And and he's like, no, man, you know, God did this. Your your positivity about the situation. You're like, it could have been worse. You know, it wasn't for me. Nobody died. So this you actually <clears throat> walk in in the emergency room with five bullets in your body on live. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't, don't get that. And I'm sorry, I'm keep moving because my, my butt hurt. Yeah. Because I got shot in my butt. So what happened is that, what happened is that when I got shot, and um, when I got shot, I got out the car because the guy who was driving, he was on parole, so he didn't want to. want to be a part of that. So I got out of the car and in my in my mind I just felt like I cannot go because everything that I built up and everything that I want to do is right where I needed to be. So I said to myself, nah, you can't go. So I never really actually went into a conscious phase. I never went into a phase of just closing my eyes and like hoping I wake up. I just kept it going with like, the spirits. You know, I just kept it going. I said, no, I got out the car. I ran to the corner. I seen a green cab. I got in the cab. The cab didn't want to take me because he seen the blood on me. But <clears throat> I put my Waze app in and it was a hospital. I remember it was 0 0.4 miles. I never get 0 0.4. And the car cab is driving. And he like, no, we can't take you. I got out the car. I know 0.4 miles is not that far. Right. I got out the car and I, I was calling everybody on my phone. One person picked up, two person picked up. And then I said, no. See, I'm, I'm so used to being on live and putting myself out there. I got on live. I put it on my story. And I just started showing people of what happened to me. And it kept me calm. Thank God. And the, and the doctor said that. She said, yo, you were so calm. And that's what saved your life. So I walked to the hospital. I'm on live. I showed people. And it ended where the lady said, you know, this is more important. And I cut it off. So that that right there, you know, the, the, the internet is like a devil. But that night, the devil came for me. And it didn't work out. Because, God, you are protected. Your mommy was praying. Somebody was praying for you. You know, there's always people praying for us, even when we don't know. But I know you went through that experience. Another thing you did that amazed me, you turned this whole situation. Can I talk about that? Yeah. You turned this whole situation in a song. Yes. I had to. Like, I cannot wait for you guys. Tell them where to go buy that song, because I really do need... Well, it's called... See, prior to that, and then, that's why people say you have to be careful of what you, you know, put out you there. Say, yeah. 
I was doing something called You Thought I Was Dead before this even happened. And what it was was You Thought I Was Dead is more of a lifestyle because there's a lot of people. And there's people that hate right. you. There's people that gossip about you. There's people that don't want to see you win. Actually, I get that. That I get, yeah. So people think like, oh, yeah, you see what happened to da 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 yo. And they count you out. Immediately, because for some reason we 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 get a hype, we feel good when we see each other down instead of trying to build each other up. So people do that, and then mm. when you pop back up on them, you be like, "You thought I was dead? You thought I was finished? Mm -mm. I'm alive." So that was something that I was doing before before that even happened, and it was like you know I was just. And I'll pop back up and say, you thought I was dead? So a lot of people gravitated to that. But that was, that gravitated and gravitated. And look, it turned into something. So I said, I said, I'm alive. And, and what really made me do that is because it kind of disturbed me a little bit. And everybody knew I was good. But I... It, what disturbed me was my mother called my mm. aunt and my mother called my aunt and she told my aunt that I was dead. I said, damn. Oh. It made me feel away with my mother, but yeah. you know what I mean? Because you got to understand, people don't hear people getting shot. Right, and survive that many times, really. So my mother said, she called my aunt and said, yo, she said, Junior's gone. And people had to call my mother and say, but no, what happened was somebody that went to my church called my mother and told my mother what happened. And the way she told my mother, my mother was like, oh no, it's over. So it wasn't my mother that counted me out. It was the way it got the explained way. to my mother. Right. So she called and people had to call my mother and say, no, 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 he's good. I just spoke to him. Okay, good. So that kind of inspired me, said, damn, even my own flesh and blood counted me out. Because she was told, you're dead. Wait, but when I was told, they said, I was told the same thing. Wow. And I'm like, no. No, I just you got saw, told the same thing? Yeah, I said, no. I No, I just saw a video with him walking in the hospital. I said, I would have known. There's nothing wrong with him. He's fine. First of all, I thought, you know, you're fun he's a funny guy. And he's always playing around. I have a, so I have a, I have a sense a of humor. People, and listen, when I say I have a sense of humor, and and what I mean by that is that a lot of people don't want to be their self these days. Yeah. Oh. Anybody want to be like... Try, and, try to be somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And it's not what that's about. Just be yourself. You feel what I'm saying? So a lot of people, and me, I'm comfortable with that because it's it's proof that people know me from even when I was little, I was kindergarten, I was in kindergarten, pre-K, I was always bad. That's not nothing to talk about. <laughs> me, I was always bad and people know that, you know, I'm not no sucker, I'm not no, you know what I mean? I don't be like, yo, I don't like him in it. No, I cook myself, you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, that's what's wrong with people these days. Everybody is acting. Just be yourself. To me, I, um, that to me is big because you have a lot of people, they do this. Oh, no, Claudette, do this this way. 
I have to do it my way because this is my way. Like, I have to do stuff my way because I can't do yours. I always say this. I could tell you what my... I could tell you what my plans are for a new business. I could tell you what my plans are for tomorrow. The difference is you don't know what my vision is. Even if I give you my blueprints, you still won't have my vision. So that's the difference. And people nowadays are so sad that we don't support people's vision. I might not understand where you're going and what you're doing. Like I, I was talking to you and you're like, I'm like, you're not home in bed. He's like, no, I, I'm alive. I'm give God thanks. I'm alive. You know, and what you said, what you said to me that night that really got me. I'm like, I definitely got to do this interview. And I told you that that night too. You said to me, listen, God saved me for a reason. I don't know if you remember my conversation, but you said, God saved me for a reason. I got to give thanks. No, mom, I'm not going to be in the bed laid up. Uh-uh. No, he saved me. And, and then I might be depressed and I don't want to stay depressed. No. I got to be out and move around. So I'm grateful that you had that strength from your mom, your dad, from God, wherever you got it from. Because you could inspire another young person out there. Because one thing you told me that night was one... Um, you got to be careful how you move and who you move with. And that's one thing too. You said, I'm like, I want you to use that to inspire. Cause I know a lot of young men look up to you to inspire them. Just be careful of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Cause sometimes it's never you, mm -mm. Or, you know, it could be somebody else. You're going to be, be careful where you walk, be careful who you hang with. Cause you never know what they're into. So I'm grateful that you are here, that you can make a song from it. Mm -hmm. I, I am very, very grateful. Yeah. Um, before we jump into something else real quick, what would you like to say to like the young kids coming up that wants to pursue their dream, not sure what they want to do? What would you say? I would tell them just to never just give up on your dreams, you know, because I, I once gave up on myself. So like, you know, and I had to catch myself and regroup with myself and then get back to myself. So what I just tell people is just that, just don't, it's just don't give up. You know what I mean? Cause I was just, I just left somewhere and somebody told me like, yo, you never gave up. And they told me, yo, I gave up, bro. I can't do it no more. And me, if you set yourself where you want to be, where I'm going and where I'm about to be, I did this from when I was little. I said, I want to do this. That's where I want to be. I like this. And that's what I was, that's where I'm aiming to and that's where I'm going to. And, and that is true. Because I could tell you, ever since I was a little girl, I always say two things. <laughs> I said, I'm not born to be poor. This is just a temporary setback. If you know me, you'll know those words from me. People that know me very well is going to say, yep, she said that. Um, I'm, what's never, nobody was born to be poor. You know, we we're all born with wealth, right? But when I said this was a temporary setback, it meant I'm not living my full potential yet. Um, I always know I'm not what I, I knew at some point I had to work for someone because I had to learn what it meant to work for someone, work ethics. But I knew I wanted to make a difference. You know, I started a foundation because I, I've been there. I've been so our life. I live my life a certain way because I wanted to make sure 
at the end of the day, our lives should matter. When God bless you and he, he, you know, he blow breath into you, he want to make sure that, you know, if I live a life and I'm not living my full potential, it's a wasted life. Right. I'm in a position I could give back to the homeless or foster care kids. So I do that. Um, some, sometimes I don't have it for myself, but they need it more than me. Cause guess what? I, I, I'll say I don't have any clothes to wear to this event, but then I'll go in my closet and find something with a tag in the back. You know, these poor kids, sometimes they don't have anything. They really don't have it. So when they're saying they don't have it, they don't have it. So I'm glad. And, I, and for me, that would be my takeaway from the whole thing. Mm. Live your purpose. You know, stay with your goal. If, if you have a goal or a vision, stay with it. And I, and I re respect you and appreciate you for that. And I'm going to tell you something. I wasn't following you before. Mm. I wasn't following him on mm. Instagram. But when they told me that, I'm like, what's his Instagram? Mm -hmm. And I started following you. And I've been watching it. And I... I, I have to tell you, as a young man, a young black man in today's society, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I am very proud of you because people, we're so judgmental and we we, we live in, in a certain way that we can't see what another person is doing. But I see what you're doing. I see you. You know, I understand what you're doing and stay with it. Mm -hmm. You know, stay positive and then hurry up and go home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> go home and get back to work. Mommy will be okay. Mm -hmm. I need you to get back to work. And then once that, um, it's going to be a, a single, what is it going to be? Well, I have body different right now. And I have you thought I was dead. Um, shooting both of the videos for it right now. So the, all that should be out by February, March. What's your Instagram for my... Few people that's not following. Um, it's uh Trump the Animals at T R U M P T H E Animal A N I M A L. Okay, and we'll put it up, you know, um, on our page also. I want us to support you, Thank and you. I want to support you because I love what you're doing. Thank you. I love that you didn't. You're you are not defeated. Mm -mm. You know, the devil came and try and get you, but you were like, oh, I'm stronger than that. You cannot, no, I'm not going to sit here and allow, and you said that to me, you're like, I'm not going to sit around here, man, and allow, you know, the devil to come and get me. They didn't come for me. It got me. But either way, they're not going to get me. I'm going to live. I'm not going to lay in the bed. I got shit to do. <laughs> I got shit to do. I got to prove my mother wrong. But that's one of my, like, you know, I got to tell people, one of my two things is I want to prove my mother wrong because a lot of people, like a lot of Caribbean um, backgrounds, yes. they have this thing that you have to go to school. Be a you have to do this. You have to do that. Oh, and yeah. da -da -da, da -da -da -da. And you have to live how Their they way. told you to live. Because um, it's unfortunate because a lot of people from the Caribbean... They want their kids to live in their shadow. So they used to play basketball. They didn't make it to the NBA. So your daughter is good or your son is good. So they must be a basketball player. You wanted to be a doctor. Unfortunately, financially, you couldn't go to school. So your child must be a doctor. In some ways, I love the drive. But in, a, in another way, I uh, it kills me. Because we don't, you know, a lot of our Caribbean parents, we don't know how to support. Oh my gosh. With love. Wow. What our children are doing. That, that for me is the biggest thing. But that's where your kids stray away to other things though. Mm. When you don't support. The support is everything. I don't I remember I remember playing basketball and I had NBA hoop dreams. And 
my family, my mother, nobody came to my games. I remember catching a ride with one of my friends. His mother and his father's in the front seat. And they're coming to pick me up. Where's my parents? Because they didn't believe in what you were doing. So, but, but through that, though, even though that happened, you stood up, though, and you said, you know what? I could be on the streets, but I, that's not what I'm going to do because I'm going to show you. I think most of us from the islands, the Caribbean, wherever, we live our life that way. You know, one day, like, I'm waiting on something to, like, run through my whole story because everybody thought my story is a bed of roses and it's all pretty. No. I had to work for every single thing I got. You know, people don't believe in you. Da, da, da. I, see, those to me were noise. See, and I don't listen to noise a lot. You know, once you start making a lot of noise, I'm not listening to your noise. I know what I am. I know who I am and I know what I want to be. So what I decide to do is create me. Who I am today is who I created because God created that. God gave me the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding. And my only purpose on this earth is to live his will. And that's what I'm doing. Thank you so much. I'm into that. Trump, I love, 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 love what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you very much. So what's next though? You know, um, I, I like to ask what's next. I know you have that album coming yeah, out. Yeah, um, we have out. we have an uh, tape that's coming out probably by April, May. And um, we're gonna just take over. We we're gonna we're gonna just show people how to do things the right way, and then you know, cause there's a lot of people misguiding people in the wrong ways. We're just gonna do things the right way. And he's giving back. He's trying to teach another young person coming up. Like, listen, this is a good way to do it. You could definitely do it this way. Don't listen to the noise. If that's what you want to do, invest in it. Let's do it this way. I love that because a lot of our young men. There's no positive role models that's going to give back. So thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate mm -hmm. you. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, oh. <laughs> this is, you're now a part of the family. So this is part one. Yes. Part two is after the, the album. Yeah, yeah. And I owe you that. I, they got me on camera. I owe her that one. Yep. She signed. He signed a couple artists. Yes. He, you know, I have something coming up. I'm gonna call him and say, "Listen, I need some." <laughs> so my 10 year anniversary is. Um, wait, let me just put on camera. It's on 10 year anniversary is in June for my first. Oh, oh June is gonna be. Right. So in June, I'm gonna be. Um, you didn't change. You didn't change his number on me, right? Trump. I need you back in Mount Vernon. Yeah. I'm doing an event. I need. A, I need you to show up. Yes. All right. So I'm not gonna keep you any longer. I need to need to know. You need to move around a little bit. Thank you for taking the You're time. Welcome. I appreciate you. You're welcome. And stay blessed, stay strong. Yes. Keep doing what God you're first. doing. God first. God first. Thanks again for watching EOB Salon Talk. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. And don't forget to follow Mr. Trump here. Go out and buy his album. Just support whatever he's doing. He's a good young black man that's trying to give back. You know, a lot of times people hear you get shot. They, they, they take it as a negative. Oh, mm. you must have done something. I wanted to do this interview because I knew mm. the situation. Mm. And I wanted to put to have put the story out there positive. He didn't do anything. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. And that do happen to a young black man. Mm. So thank you. And thank you, God, for sparing his life. Mm -hmm. Because he's, he will be doing big things. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm.